0: This is 3 News Daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to 3 News Daily on your Monday, January 8th. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thank you for being with us here in Northeast Ohio. Where today there are new questions coming up after an Illyria dog was shot and killed by a police officer while he was making an arrest. Crime and justice correspondent Lydia Aspara spoke with the family that owned the dog last night.
1: Well, this all began on January 5th, which which was just last Friday. Police have released a statement, but let me set it all up for you. Take a look at the video. So it all began with the arrest of 21-year-old Dante Colbert. Now what we're told is he had an outstanding warrant for felonious assault. After the arrest, a neighbor's dog, they say, came running outside, and the dog, an American bully, was shot after police say he charged on the officer on the scene. died in the street. Coco, as the owner said, was one year old and says it was a very nice dog. If he was so scared and terrified, there was other police officers standing around him. Why didn't no other one back up, move or do nothing? So the owner tells us that they're waiting for the body cam to be released and they really believe that that will redeem their dog, that the dog was not actually trying to charge on the officers. We have made a request for that video.
0: In Illyria, Lydia Spara. 3 News. Thank you, Lydia. And now we have new video to show you today of a police chase that started after a suspect rammed into two police cars. This happened Friday night at Crocker Park, and we reached out to Westlake police who tell us they tried to stop a suspect with several felony warrants. This was as he was walking back to his car, but he got behind the wheel and crashed his car into the police cruisers. Police chased him from the parking lot onto 90 East where the suspect eventually hit another car then got out of his car and tried to run off. Now at that point, however, the suspect was quickly arrested. There's no word yet on any charges stemming from this incident. Now in Cleveland Heights, it has been a violent start to the new year, and the mayor is pleading with the public to end the violence and have justice served. Mayor Khalil Siren released a letter to the public last night, saying within the first four days of the year, the city saw as many homicides as they had in 2022 and 2023. Those murders include the death of 15-year-old Naraya Thomas on New Year's Day and 22-year-old Alexander Gurley last Thursday. The letter goes on to say, quote, We're worried. We're concerned about what these types of crimes say about Cleveland Heights and the kind of life we can live here. And more than anything, we want it to stop. Any amount of violence is too much, and it's made more heart-rending when young people are involved. The city has secured a $400,000 grant to create programs that they hope will address the root causes of the violence. Now today, the Lakewood mother accused of taking off with her one-year-old daughter after allegedly stabbing her husband was back in court. Ariel Walters triggered an Amber Alert on Christmas Eve and turned herself in several days later. Her bond has been reduced to $250,000 and she'll be court-supervised while released. She has also been ordered not to have any contact with the victims and her case will now go to a grand jury. That grand jury will decide whether to move forward with prosecution and if so, on what charges. Now in Cleveland, a woman is under arrest, accused of inducing panic after allegedly making a bomb threat at a Walmart. Yesterday morning, police responded to a call reporting that a 35 year old woman claimed to have a bomb inside the Walmart at Steelyard Commons. When police arrived, they searched the store but they didn't find anything suspicious inside. Now sports news to bring you the Browns lost their final regular season game 31 to 14 to the Bengals in Cincinnati yesterday. But as we all know that game didn't matter, so it feels like a victory Monday anyway, because this weekend the focus is on the playoffs. The Browns and the Texans will kick off the wild card round this Saturday. This will be the Browns third playoff appearance since 1999 with a 430 kickoff in Houston. Now, the last time these two teams played was Christmas Eve. That's when the Browns went to Houston and 36 to 22 this weekend, though, things will look a little different because the Texans will have their star rookie quarterback CJ Stroud on the field. He wasn't there in the last matchup, but we have something they don't. We have Joe Flacco coming in with playoff experience and experience can be very crucial in these situations. So how do we get matched with the Texans? Well, Yesterday afternoon, the Texans won the AFC South when Jacksonville lost in Tennessee. So again, the Browns and the Texans play Saturday, a 430 kickoff in Houston and you can watch it right here on WKYC. So we hope you'll join us for that. Now looking ahead a little further out today marks exactly four months until a solar eclipse will descend upon Northeast Ohio on Monday, April 8th. People within a 124 mile wide band in Ohio will experience the total solar eclipse. Many schools are closing that day since a total solar eclipse is such a rare and spectacular event. The next total solar eclipse that can be seen in the U.S. won't be until 2044. So catch this one because who knows what will be happening 20 years from now. You might not be able to make it. You might have like a hot lunch date or something and not be able to be there. So that's coming up very soon. And again, happy Victory Monday. I know we didn't win on Sunday, but it's a Victory Monday anyway because the Browns are going to the playoffs. Thank you very much for being with us for today's edition of 3 News Daily. Wherever you're watching or listening, we appreciate you. Have a beautiful Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow with more top stories around Northeast Ohio.